welcome back to Pop Topic. We're here to discuss the latest news for the last two weeks, uh, the last week of 2020 and the first week of 2021. And to help break all this down for the new year is my co-host, Tristan Phillipson. How are you doing this week? Doing good, man. Doing good. Perfect. Uh, anything new going on? We got a new year. Tristan, do we have a new you? Uh, no. Same old, same old me. You know. How about you, Quentin? A new you? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I guess it's been about the same as well. Nothing too new. Uh, what uh, have you watched? Any new movies yet, Tristan? Have you seen a twenty twenty movie yet? A tw- you mean twenty twenty one movie? Yet? Oh yeah, yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Have there been any 2021 movies yet? I'm sure something's coming out already. Yeah, Netflix has already released like three, I'm sure. Pro- almost certainly. Yeah. I have seen, I think this is 2020 still, not quite 2021. But the uh, We Can Be Heroes that has oh, yeah. a fabled return of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Is um, Shark Boy in it though? I thought it was just Lava Girl. Oh, Shark Boy's in it. Don't you worry. Shark like Taylor Lautner, he's, he's in it? No, no. <laughs> they didn't get the same actor. Okay. Um, they got the same actress for Lava Girl. I don't know. She looked a lot different, but I couldn't tell. Just, I, she looked more similar to the original Lava Girl, so I think it might be. I didn't look at the cast. I have no idea. Yeah, I no, uh, I did look at the cast. It's definitely the same actress for Lava Girl. I just didn't know if yeah. they had a new Shark Boy. I think it's a new Shark Boy. I don't think it's Taylor Lautner. I, no, I don't think it is. Does so, he act anymore? I don't think he's been anything in decades, has he? Uh, he was in The Ridiculous Six on Netflix that came out in like 2016. The Adam Sandler one? Yeah. Ah, oh, I saw that one when it came out, but that was like four years ago now. Yeah, yeah, he's he's one of the six. Oh, good for him. Yeah, Welling recommended it to me. He said it was very funny, and then I watched it, and it was not. <laughs> it's not very good. No. <laughs> it's not very good at all. No, it wasn't. Uh, Taylor Lauder, I guess. Very good. What is very good is We Can Be Heroes. Oh, is it? I, oh. I, I think it's going to go for, for the Oscar push this year. I think I think we're going to see it a lot during the award circuit. Um, Is it going to go for the uh, Golden Globe push? Do you think it's going to go under comedy or drama? Oh, drama for sure. This is a high stakes movie here. There's no there's no shin digging around in this one. This makes Citizen Kane look like a child's film. All right. Oh no, is, no 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 <laughs> not not my boy Citizen Kane. Yeah, th- this thing is 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 hard to the core. It's not for the fabled heart. So are they um, pretending this is the same Shark Boy, or do they just say it's like Shark Boy's cousin from like? Okay, well, like in, all, like, in the original Shark Boy and Lava Girl, spoilers for those who haven't seen, like, the 15-year-old movie, they, weren't they just figments of the main character's imagination? They're just, like, his, in, like, his dreams they existed. They weren't really real characters or real That's people. That's true. That's true. The entire world was made up. The entire world was just, like, this dream world, quite literally called dream world. Um, so in this one, though, they're real people. Like, they're real characters. And so I guess it, it can't be the same Shark Boy and Lava Girl. It has to be different ones, wouldn't it? Unless it somehow transitioned from the, the dream world to the real world, which I know they did at the very end of the movie. But I think that was also all just like a weird dream sort of thing from my memory of it. Um, Does Netflix also so have I, Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Do I need to do a double feature? Um, I would I – would, do they have – I didn't know it was on there. Here's the thing. Like I watch it with our sister, and she's never seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl. But and she didn't seem too confused. But she's a pretty smart ten-year-old, so you might be a little a little more confused. Yeah, yeah, I might need to watch the first one. Yeah, just but they're not the main characters either. They're very much only in a couple scenes. Right, I do know that in the credits, the actress that plays Lava Girl, she's a lot further back on this one. Yeah, she's not she's not quite the main character in this one. Um, they're they're child, and apparently, Sharkboy and Lava Girl were they romantic in the first one? I was under the impression that they were brother sister, but see, I was always under the impression that they're siblings. Also, they're married in this one, so I hope they're not a uh, siblings. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe sh- this is the Shark Boy from Alabama. I said that as a joke, but I might be onto something. It, you could be. This is a. Uh, it was. It's a great movie. I would highly recommend We Can Be Heroes on Netflix. It's a ride. This is up there with Thor: The Explorer for me. Um, yeah, I'm definitely it, gonna watch it whenever Andrew's at work, cause she. Doesn't want to watch it, so it'll be a nice, easy she film. Want to watch it? Quit. Does she know Shark Boy and Lava Girls in it? I don't think she's ever seen that one. Uh, believe it or not, I think they both, uh, you know, aren't really the best films. Maybe they're not as close to Citizen Kane as you lead to believe. And like this does feel very reminiscent of like the old school, like 
the kids' movies you and I grew up with, like the Spy Kids and Sharp and Lava Girl, were just ridiculously over the top bullcrap happening. But it's fine. This is a kids' movie, and no one's really questioning things, which yeah. I love. Like we don't have that in kids' movies these days. They're too grounded in reality rather than just making ridiculous nonsense happen. And I really love the crazy nonsense that happens in this movie. It's just fun. Nice. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't watched as fun of a movie. I wa- I'm still trying to slowly work through the James Bond filmography, so I'm still oh, watching I gotta those. I got to do that too, man. Yeah. I haven't, um, I haven't touched that in a while. <laughs> yeah, I got a ranking to do in a few months. So, you yeah, know. When, I'm doing that too. When's that happening? Uh, I have it somewhere here. I can pull up the date. Yeah, yeah, hopefully it's not too soon. I don't think it is. It better not be February, man. It better not be February. No, it's not February for sure. Because uh, I know, because I, I know what I what I have to do before that one. There are too many James Bond movies. That is my review of the franchise as a whole right now. They're not bad or anything. Just too freaking many. All right. Too too goddamn many of these. All right, so we have James Bond for April. That's when the April podcast. Okay, will be I can out. do it. I can do April. I, I can I can finish them up by April. Yeah. So there's like what 28 James Bond movies. If they could have clocked this franchise in at like a cool like 13 movies, I would have walked away a happy man. But they they had to like triple that. Yeah, and, and I watched the cool one man. that's considered the worst of all time. I decided to get that one out of the way. So which one's that? Uh, Die another day. Die another day. I don't yeah. think I'm there. I'm still in the Roger Moore one. Is that Roger Moore? No, no. This is the 2002 one. I actually skipped a few because I'm still waiting for them to come in from the library. Oh, you're on the yeah. The Pierce Brosnan ones didn't do very well. Eh? There's only two yeah. of them. Golden Eye and then that one, I guess. Oh, okay. Day. I think there might be a third one or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, the franchise was nearly ran into the ground with with that guy, but then Daniel Craig had to come and save the franchise. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was quite a difference because I watched Die Another Day and then I watched Nomad Land and Minari. So a bit of a difference in uh, film style there. That's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure none of them are quite as good as We Can Be Heroes. No, probably not. Probably not. So We Can Be Heroes. We can move on to the first story here. Uh, not necessarily about We Can Be Heroes, but even though that's going to be nominated for Best Drama, obviously... Uh, mm-hmm. A big story that came out a week ago was that Minari is not available for any awards for the Golden Globes except for foreign film. Mm. Even though it's made in by an American company in America. Yeah, filmed in America made. with an American director with American actors by an American company, but because over sixty percent of the film is in a different language, uh, that's that makes it a foreign making it a foreign film. How freaking stupid. Fuck the Golden Globes. <laughs> uh, well, not only that, but fine. Call it a foreign film. Like, they can call it whatever they want. But I, did, I didn't realize this until this story came up. But the Golden Globes has a rule where a foreign film isn't eligible for any best picture or acting nomination. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that foreign films are only allowed to win in the foreign film category, which is stupid. That's crazy. Like, if a foreign if foreign film has a great screenplay, why can't it win a screenplay award? If foreign film has a great lead actress, why can't it win a lead actress award? Like, like I don't get it. Um, it's real stupid. Yeah, I don't know it, how I, this didn't occur to me last year when Parasite was nominated. I guess I should have had red flags from that. But that's just a wild... Yeah, I think that was when I heard of it, was that. Yeah. I think that was when I, when I first heard of it. Yeah, it's just a wild fact. It's such a stupid rule. Um... And also, my question for this, Quentin, is if there's like a, I don't know, a British film, right? Is that nominated for foreign film? Because it's English, though. It's not, it's a foreign to America. It's not made in America. But it is an English film. Exactly. You know? I don't really know the limitations of the Golden Globes anymore. Uh, I right? thought like I got if them. If a South African film is really good, can, that's in English, right? Most South African people speak English. That's probably in English. Can that be nominated for... For, for for best picture or is that foreign film because it's not made in america this is, it makes no sense to me yeah uh i don't know the guidelines yeah you think it would be foreign as it not filmed in america but maybe they consider it foreign language if it's not english but then i don't necessarily know the guidelines anymore golden globes is just doing their own thing i guess and this is why no one gives a crap about the Golden Globes. This is one of the many reasons. But this is most definitely up there it's one of the most important reasons is nobody cares about Golden Globes yeah no and- one cares about them and 
like all the smaller awards, pretty much anything but Oscars, I consider small awards, but all these small award ceremonies, they haven't pushed back. We've been getting award ceremonies every couple days. Like we would get every other, every December where we would get a bunch of wins and announcements for all these different awards. They haven't been pushed back. The only ceremonies have been pushed back is the Oscars and the golden globes. Cause golden globes wants to associate themselves with the Oscar. So they pushed back, to match the same spacing that they would have normally with the Oscars. So if they're trying this hard to be the second Oscars, why are they making these kind of limitations? Like, I feel like they lost out on Parasite, and now they're going to be losing out on films like Minari. I don't really get these rules. It makes, it makes no sense at all. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. I don't know why they have these rules. I'm even more baffled than like, the rules of not allowing foreign films into other categories than I am by the fact that if something's in a different language other than English, it has to be a foreign film. Right. That seems ridiculous to me. Because um, I can chalk up not allowing foreign films in other ca- categories just into ridiculously blind patriotism. You know what I mean? Like, like I get that. Like, sort of. I think it's stupid. But I can kind of see why they do that. I don't understand the argument as to if it's non-English, it must be a foreign film unless you're so stupid and think that people in America can only and do only speak English. Um, and if it's not English, it must be foreign no matter where it's based, even if <laughs> yeah. it's based in America by Americans. Yeah. It, it makes no sense to me. And this was and, a story last year. It just wasn't one that we discussed on the podcast, but it was the same situation for the farewell golden globes announced that the farewell, they're considering it a foreign film, despite it being an American film with American actors, with an American director, Except that one was filmed not in America. Uh, some of the scenes, most of the scenes were filmed outside. So that's the only difference here. Yeah, uh, and I guess I guess it was something like that. Like, like, what do you consider? Well, no, that's still stupid, though. Yeah, like, how many, like The Harry Potter films had scenes filmed in Ireland. Like, like all, like a lot of MCU movies have scenes filmed here in Canada and stuff. Like, yeah, well, like, hold on, hold on. Last year was Far From Home an American film, or is that a foreign film according to the Globes? Because that was filmed mostly in Europe. Oh, that's clearly a foreign film. <laughs> and sure. I, I believe a lot of Star Trek movies have people speaking alien languages, so there's subtitles. That one's also a foreign film. Star Trek's not America. It's set in outer space, Quentin. That's not set in America. That's true. That's true. Um, Yeah, these restrictions are so stupid. Um... I mean, I guess you do have to define what makes a movie belong to a certain country. I'm going to guess the, the almost always one of me seems like where's a production company based out of? Yeah. Um, the only thing is what happens if it's produced by more than one production company, which most movies are. You know, what if once a Chinese production company working with an American production company is an American or Chinese film? Probably just where the majority of this, you know, if it was mostly owned by one production company, it's probably belongs to Yeah, like for example, so, Abominable last year was obviously made by DreamWorks, but it was also made by their Chinese partner in making the film. Yeah, exactly. Great example. And although I'm sure DreamWorks owns the majority of stake in that movie or whatever, right? Right. So unless the movie split perfectly 50-50 between an American and like a Chinese company, then I guess that can be up for, for debate maybe um, if it's exactly 50-50 owned. But that would be once in a blue moon rather than every year. we got to think that every year something's going to pop up for the Golden Globes. Like, a big foreign film that should be nominated for Best Actress or Best Screenplay, and it can't be. Or a, an American movie like The Farewell or a um, Minari. No, not Minari. Which one are we talking about? Yeah, uh, Minari. Not in, not, that was an American film, but not in English. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a stupid rule. There's stupid rules. So do uh, since you just said we've now been talking about this two years now, it's a talking point and one that will happen every year. Is the Golden Globes doing this intentionally just to stay relevant, to keep us talking about their awards? Um, no. I think it's more so for when the real casual American audience sits down in front of their TV and watches it, they don't see a bunch of Asians getting up there winning Best Actor and Actresses. Or not to be like just race or anything, but like, no. they don't see a bunch of people not speaking English. You know, they do the little promos they show for Best, best Picture, and you know blah, 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 and it's just a little clip from it, right? They don't want to have subtitles in those clips because that's not American. Well, um, also, I kind of agree with what you're saying. Yeah, not to do with being racist or anything, but Golden Globes does like to have just big names, big reckon, like just stuff that casual audiences can just latch on to to watch their show. 
Yeah. So just, uh, you know, none of the casual audiences are watching Farewell or Minari. So instead of taking up a spot for the best drama film, now that could be an extra spot towards Mulan or something that they have seen. Yeah, exactly. And see, and this Mulan, they're not racist. That's got Asians in it. And it's literally filmed in uh, China. So there you go. Yeah, it's filmed in China, Quinn. That could be an American film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe Mulan's that's disqualified that's too. That's a foreign film. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a foreign film too. Who knows the limitations here? Like, you know that time when the Oscars for one introduced like best popular film category? Um, and it was an absolute shit show and no one liked it. I feel like the Golden Globes is just that category. It's just like the best popular film, best screenplay, the best popular film, best comedy. And it's a uh, pretty much just regulated to that bull crap, hoping that more people who've seen those movies will watch their award show. Um, but they don't because people who don't watch award shows aren't interested in the Golden Globes. Yeah, I agree. I care very little about the Golden Globes. The only time I liked the Golden Globes was when they nominated the lead of Jojo Rabbit for Best Lead Actor for uh-huh. Comedy. Yeah, good, 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 good. That yeah, I just thought, you know, that's the only film that little kid's been in. That's actually pretty cool. I, I was happy for him. Uh, that's the only thing yeah. they did right. That's fair. He wouldn't make a great Pinocchio. I stand by that argument. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the look of a Pinocchio. Or, honestly... Wait a year or two, he'd be a pretty good Peter Pan also. You would be, yeah, yeah. He's got to wait a few years for the Peter Pan movie, and then we're sold. Not even that many. The kid's like 10, Peter Pan's only supposed to be like 12. You know what I mean? Like, like, like wait, like, not even a full year. You're good to go. Yeah, but that's like 20 remakes Disney could have made by then. Uh, that's, that's a while. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, so we have another story here. Uh, since we were just discussing about Tristan playing Pokemon Sword... I believe that was a few weeks ago. I got a story oh, here yeah. for you, Tristan. Uh, you might know more about this than I do. I might be butchering the name here, but there was a kid that tricked their sister into naming her kid after a Pokemon from his Pokemon Sword game. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, so she was trying to think of a name for her kid, and he threw out the idea of Zykin? Zykian? Oh, I can't. Pre- I know it's it's like the one on the box cover, right? The one on the front of the box. I imagine so. It says one of the legendary Pokemon's from the Pokemon. Yeah, it's sword. the one that has a, it's the dog with a sword in his mouth. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one on the front of the box. Zykian or Zaishian? I'm not too sure how to pronounce it either. Um, if so, she named her kid. Is it a boy or girl? A uh, boy. And it, like, where 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 was this? Where did this take place? Uh, let me see if I can get the location of this family. Because I feel like this is like a weirder or less weird name, depending on where you are in the world. You know what I mean? It's still a weird name no matter what, but I feel like in certain parts, it might come off a little, a little more normal, maybe. Yeah, I don't know where the family is. I guess they got more information on the Pokemon than on the family here. But uh, the kid was explaining to his family that... His sister should name her child Zakian because it means sword in Japanese. And so they thought that that'd be a cool name for a boy. Okay, so this family clearly isn't in Japan then. Yeah. Or he, yeah. knows Japanese. It doesn't mean sword in Japanese. It might mean sword in Japanese. Would Ma- actually yeah. Sense. It would make sense um, if it does. If not, it would make sense why he would make that up. Yeah, they both seem very fitting. It seems like a pretty easy lie. How old was the kid who convinced his sister to do this? Was it like a, like a young kid? Like, was this kid, like, 10, or was this kid, like, like, like... Well, 16? it's a kid that said that Pokemon Sword is his favorite video game, so I'm imagining he's a kid. Oh, Quinn, I know more more adults like Pokemon than kids. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. This kid can be 25, and I'm not talking about myself. I don't care about Pokemon that much. I think it's an okay game at best. Um, this is pretty... Look, look. This is clearly a stupid thing to name your kid. But I've seen worse. Okay. Honestly, uh, I'm reading right here. I don't feel too bad for this child or the mother that screwed up with the name here because the mother told her family that she's trying to think of the name and she has some non-negotiable requirements for this name. Oh, and she said that she wants to have a unique name and she wants the name to start with the letter Z for some reason. I mean, he checked both those boxes. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, uh, she, I don't know why this is a news. She should be happy now. It sounds like she's very upset that she got tricked, but uh, he, yeah, both boxes are filled in my mind. I think he killed it. 
All right, Quinn. If, if your sister had this problem and wanted to name her kid a unique name that starts with the letter Z, what, what would you? What, do you have any suggestions? Any different alternatives to naming them after a Pokemon? Anything? Yeah, else? I think I got a good. I think I got a good one here. It's still unique. It still follows the yeah. Z requirement, and it's still based off of an iconic childhood character, and that would be Zabumafu. Oh, that's that's better than mine. That's a good one. <laughs> I actually like that. That's pretty good. I was thinking Zamboni. Zamboni. <laughs> so it might be better than mine. Yeah, and then when you give them the explanation of Zamboni, oh, what are you going to tell her? I don't, you know, I don't know. I, doesn't need an explanation. I think it's self-explanatory. I know. I just liked how you told told them it means sword in Japanese. I like to think he had like his little monocle out with his little scholar book. Yeah. I or yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I like that. I'm uh, I'm Team Gamer here, whatever this kid's name is. Um, this kind of reminds me of when we got our new dog, right? My mom got a new dog. And I really wanted to name the dog Juicebox. Um, but unlike this kid, I could have persuaded my mom to name the dog Juicebox. <laughs> yeah, you should have tried this one. You should have tried the Pokemon name. I We, we went with Coco instead, but Juicebox would have been hilarious. Yeah, Juicebox would have been pretty great. Yeah, could you imagine naming a dog juice box? You should have looked up what the Japanese word for juice box was. That's how you got to beat him. That's true. I don't know. A juice box would have been hilarious. Yeah, it would have been pretty great. So this isn't a juice box, Tristan, but the next story is about a beverage, a beverage that we all know and love, which is Pepsi. Okay, I like Pepsi, yeah. And they have now announced that they have a new flavor. This isn't some... Oreo, but we still got a new flavor here for Pepsi, which is the hot cocoa flavored soda. Oh, okay. So, so let me. So, is this like a um, like hot cocoa flavored Pepsi, or is this like a new beverage? So, not Pepsi. Is this like lime Pepsi or, or cherry Pepsi or cherry cola? Is this like a, a hot cocoa Pepsi, or yeah. is this just a hot cocoa new beverage? No, it's still it's still a Pepsi can. It's called the Coco Cola. Okay, so it is still a cola. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's still like a soda beverage with chocolate and marshmallow flavorings with the Coke. Chocolate and marshmallow flavoring. I'm assuming it's just drink this cold though, right? Because hot chocolate or cocoa, you drink hot, obviously. Yeah, that that's the big debate here. Is yeah, would you drink this warm or cold? I guess you would probably try both and see which one is better. I've never had a warm carbonated drink, though. I, I've never tried that. That's true. That's true. Like, maybe sometimes in the bottom of your can of Coke or your beer gets warm on a hot summer day. But that point, it's flat. It's no longer really carbonated. And I, uh, But like this is going to be something like fresh out of the can. You throw it right in the microwave or whatever. I'm assuming that seems like the easiest way to get it hot. We throw it in the microwave. Obviously, take it out of the can before you do that. Pro tip. Um would the carbonation still last? Can you carbonate like a, a, a bubbly beverage and not lose the bubbles? I am not too sure. Yeah, I, we'll have to get the science behind this. We have to. We have to get well to try this, and he can report. Yeah, back he has to, us to try it out. Yeah, well, we we gotta take we gotta try this ourselves, Quentin. Yeah, this was to kickstart 2021. They posted a tweet that said, "If this tweet gets over 2,021 retweets, you know, 2021." Yeah. Then they will release the Pepsi cocoa flavor. I'm assuming it beat that in like 30 minutes. Yeah, it beat it, it beat it instantly. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. So this, I hope this comes to Canada. Obviously, there's no, we don't know where this is coming to. I hope it comes. I'd love to try this. This seems really interesting. Just like a chocolate cola product in general. Marshmallows, I kind of care less about. But like a chocolate cola, that, that really strikes me as something different. It seems it kind of makes sense, but I've also never heard of it. And it also might be a little gross, but like chocolate cola kind of seems like it might be a good combo. Yeah. It sounds interesting. I would imagine it's not amazing or else they would have made it by now. I'm sure they've already thought of chocolate cocoa or chocolate cola and just didn't work out that well. Yeah. Yeah. They've totally tried like chocolate Coke, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like or chocolate Pepsi. And I guess it doesn't taste very good. If not, you're right. It would be on stores already. Yeah, and so they did have a flavor that was released in November. Apparently, it didn't do too well, so they are now throwing out a new option. They just had the Pepsi Apple Pie flavor. Mmm, okay. See, I've never heard, like, I've never heard of any sort of, like, like dessert-flavored ones before. This seems a little weird. Yeah, so apparently that one didn't do too hot. So now they're going to go for the cocoa here. 
I'm guessing they released that one in time for like Thanksgiving. If it came out in November, probably yeah. in time for America Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the Thanksgiving beverage. Yeah, I don't know if that came here. At least I didn't see it when it came here. So I obviously haven't tried it. Um, in fairness, I guess you would check it out more than I would. I never buy soda unless I'm buying Cokes from my rum and Cokes. But even that is a pretty rare event because I don't drink it that often. So I would have never really even noticed if they have these new flavors. But it does seem yeah. to be more of an American thing. I don't really, you know, I don't look in the pop section too often either. Sometimes I pick up like a case of like sparkling water and it's obviously in the same aisle. But even then, I'm not really looking at all the Coke products. So it's possible that they had these. Um, yeah, I don't really buy pop too often either. Normally, we, mom will pick up like a case of like Diet Pepsi from Costco, but obviously Costco won't have these. So maybe they did come to Canada. I got no idea. This is why we need Welling here. He would know. He's yeah, well, well, Welling would be the man to go to. Well, we'll ask him about, well, we'll have them do a ranked cola flavor on which you prefer, the apple pie cola or the cocoa cola. Ah, uh, he strikes me as an apple pie kind of guy. Yeah, the one thing I will give is I like the name cocoa cola. It's a good name. It rolls right off the tongue. It's fun to say. It's clearly named after my dog, Coco. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Full circle here. Yeah, I don't see no juice box cola. Well, if, if I would have named her that, then they would have had a juice box cola yeah, instead. Yeah, so the world will forever be different. That's true. Um, why haven't they put cola in a juice box? Why would that not work? Do you not think it would keep the carbonation? Yeah, I'd assume it just wouldn't keep the carbonation, just because it's a box. That's my assumption. Well, that seems that seems like a good guess. Also, I don't know. Is, is juice box really like the worst way to drink a beverage? Like I feel like a can is so much easier and more convenient. Oh, for sure. You can squeeze a can without getting it all over your shirt. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. It's definitely more convenient. And I feel like it's less waste. You don't have to like take the plastic off the straw, stab the straw through the box, then drink out of the little straw and then throw you're not all that out. You're to even use a straw if you're using a can. You can use a straw if you would like and you hate turtles. But you're not obligated to use a straw, you know? Yeah, exactly. So uh, maybe it's possible, but at the same time, uh, who, who who wants a juice box? It's a cool name. when we were kids, um, they used to have juice in a bag. It would just be like like a bag full of juice. You would just like stab a straw in the bag. Like, not like a Kool-Aid jammer kind of bag. It's like a Ziploc bag with no Ziploc. It would just be full of like orange juice or like grape juice or something. And you just stick a straw in it and suck it into the bag. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, uh, we're Canadians, so, you know, you drink juice out of a bag, you drink milk out of a bag. It's it's weird times up here. It was also in Ontario. I never saw them in Alberta, so maybe it's just, like, the Ontario. Yeah, I think it's, it's just Ontario. I think Ontario is just like, very... Actually, no one remembers those. I'm like, man, they don't make those anymore. Those are I great. don't those really are... remember when you're explaining it, but, like, I'm sure it happened. I think we got, like, Reed's Dairy for, like, 50 cents or whatever. So maybe. Like a bag of juice. Yeah, it seems very much like an Ontario thing. I think Ontario is just very pro bags. Maybe the guy it's that invented bags. bags. Yeah, I think the guy that yeah. invented a plastic bag lives in that province, and he's just very yeah. pro making this happen. They just they just like bags, man. I think he just lives in Ontario, and he's just talking to his buddies like, "Wait, wait, what is that thing you're drinking? Uh, milk? Well, why is it in that container, I, bro? I invented the bag, man. <laughs> the bag." Gotta put it in a bag. Do you not man. want to support my business? We went to high school together. Throw that bad in boy bag. in a bag. Like, soon they're gonna start having beer in a bag. Hey. Everything. <laughs> well, hopefully, Ontario isn't listening right now because Ontario will do that. <laughs> they, they're serious about their bag. <laughs> yeah, Ontario's our number one listener right now, and they're working right now on putting beer in a bag. Beer in a bag, man. That's the way it goes. All right, we have another story here, which is about the Tesla. Have you heard about the new updated Tesla? No, I mean, I hear, I'm pretty sure it gets updated pretty regularly. I don't think I know much That's about this. That's true, new but this might be an update you might be interested in, Tristan. They okay. are looking at updating the horn. You know, the generic blast of the horn. It's so. Please tell me that they're going to give you, like, you can customize the horn to say what you want it to say. Uh, you can customize the horn. That's amazing, but I, I've been I've been thinking about this for years. Like, why why can't you make your horn sound differently? Why can't you have options for your horn? Yeah, so the horn 
comes with the regular horn noise, or it comes with a few alternate options already pre-installed, including a fart noise. No, that's awesome. So there will be a motorized fart that can come out of your car when you use the horn, or there is an option where you can customize it and insert your own recording. This is amazing. This is everything I want. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm not a big car guy, but I might look to update my car just to get the fart noise. You gotta get the fart noise. That's amazing. Or, like, I think most people will get the one, like, get out of the way or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, get moving. Hurry the fuck up. You know, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I also just think if you're a uh, regular listening to Hell's Kitchen, there's quite a few one-liners we can use of Gordon oh. Ramsay for the car. That's true. Do you think, like, you remember back in, like, the early 2000s, when, like, ringtones were a big thing, and you could, like, pay a dollar to, like, get, like, a ringtone for your phone? Like, you can get, like, your favorite song as a ringtone or whatever, things like that. Do you think they're going to start doing that for car horns? Like, you can pay, like, pay a dollar and get, like, a Samuel L. Jackson quote to be, like, your, uh, you know, him going motherfucker or whatever for your car horn, things like that. There's too many motherfucking cars on this motherfucking road. That would be, like, how great would that be if you honk your horn and it says that? Yeah, I would pay Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, somebody pull him up on Cameo if he has one and just make him say that line. Yeah, that would be amazing. Imagine that for your Tesla. That would be great. That, that'd be a good line. I hope he, or you know what, if I were him, I would, I would do that, but only for my car. I would not let any other car have it. <laughs> Everyone knows when I honk that horn, it says that. It's fucking Samuel L. Jackson in the car. That's true, yeah. If you have your own, like if you're famous and you just have your own perfect phrase for your new Tesla. Yeah, you could just be driving around, use that horn, and that's like a signal. It's like the bat signal, but for uh, civilians, we can go, oh, Morgan Freeman's on this fucking road. Right? Like, people will know when you're driving by now, you honk that horn. Is there also options where, like, if you push, like, the left-hand side of the steering wheel or the right-hand side of the steering wheel, you have two different horns going? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have, like, two different saved horns. Uh, like, one's like, the aggressive horn, like, for moving the fucking way. And then there's, like, the horn when you see your buddy on the side of the road and you want to honk at him. You know what I mean? Um, so, my understanding is you, like, can set the dial to, like, a certain horn and then that's the horn. I don't think you can have multiple horns. Yeah, I assumed that's what it was. Um, but I'm reading it here. There's another function I didn't actually realize until now. That's called the boombox mode. Oh. And there is a built-in okay. speaker in your car where you hold the button and it projects a speaker to everybody that's outside of the car to hear it. Like, it's like a microphone, like what police have? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it... a police, yeah. So is it like, 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 does it record your own voice or what does it emit? Like, I know there's speakers obviously on the side of the car, for this boombox feature. Does it admit what's coming from the radio? Like you speak into recording? it so you can speak to everybody outside of the car. Okay, so it is a microphone that you talk yeah. into and it, it, you can speak to everyone outside the car. Yeah. If you're too lazy to roll the window down or whatever. Uh, I believe so, yeah. And it's probably real fucking loud or whatnot, right? Probably. It is called boombox mode, which makes me think it's the loud. Name, yeah, the name makes me think it's going to be pretty loud. The name boombox, you know? Right. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty fun. Yeah, uh, and they did announce that only certain Teslas will have this feature, so I bet you it'll cost you know a, a good chunk more just to get this cool feature. And so not well, all it of them. Well, probably depends if your if your car has the speakers on the outside of the car or not, right? That's why it matters. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. It's worth it. Like if you're getting a Tesla, you got to get the customizable horn. Okay, so yeah. this adds some new wrinkles to it. So according to this update, the features won't work while the car is moving. Is this even the new horn? Or like once you set your horn and you're driving and you hit the horn button, if you're driving, does it revert back to that the That I don't know. It might just be about the boombox. It might be about both. It was right underneath the boombox mode, so it could just be about that, but it doesn't... I feel stuck with the boombox mode, which makes sense. Or also probably talk about like when you customize your horn. Once you set your horn, yeah. you can't... Exactly. Set it while you're driving. That's what I think it is. I think you can't set it while you're driving, obviously, and you can't use yeah. boombox mode. It's more so, I think, if you're in the car, you're, you can use the speaker and go, hey, honey, can you hurry the fuck up? We're late for work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Which all that makes sense. <laughs> Instantly embarrass them because everybody can hear. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, it's a good setup. So I think that's how it works. Uh, so not as exciting, but still a great feature uh, for all you Tesla fans or looking for a new car. Yeah, exactly. You gotta get the customizable one. All right, so I have two news stories here, Tristan, and it's to be part of this new segment I'm gonna introduce. Maybe we'll do this frequently. It depends on how often this comes up but it's going to be called the Ultimate American Award, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm oh. going to throw you two different people doing two different stories here, and I want you to crown the official Ultimate American for this week. I guess this can be our new 2021 segment, you know, if I can find two crazy stories every week. I like this. I like this. Yeah, this so, you know, if there's not two crazy stories, then there won't be a segment, obviously. So we'll, this will just happen sporadically whenever throughout these podcasts. But I got two stories here, Tristan. I have a Kentucky man and an Australian woman. So I guess we can call this the ultimate, I don't know, I, uh, American doesn't really work anymore. Do you mm. got a title here? Um, maybe I will after I hear the stories. Okay, so do you want me to tell you the Kentucky man or the Australian woman first? We gotta go with the Kentucky man. I'm, I'm excited okay. about that. So we have a Kentucky man here who went viral for clearing his driveway with a flamethrower. Wait, clearing his driveway of snow, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah. He melted the snow off to make, instead of shoveling, because, you know, that's a lot of work. He just had a flamethrower and just melted all the snow in his driveway. Okay, now I don't want to come off ignorant or as an idiot, um, but I was unaware that it snowed in Kentucky. <laughs> Um, like, to be fair, uh, I don't think this would work as well in Canada with the amount of snow we have. I'm looking at the video here. It's very small snow. It's not a lot. It depends on the flamethrower, Quentin. I'm sure it's got different settings on it. <laughs> That's true, yeah. So, like, I don't know if a flamethrower could really melt all the snow in my driveway, per se. But for this guy's driveway, uh, you know, with the amount of snow, it may, honestly kind of makes sense. It's a very thin layer. So, like, you can ignore it, I guess. But to shovel just the thin layer, it's just a lot of work for just... Really, why, why not just pull it a flamethrower? Yeah, Kentucky Fried Snow, baby. You know, he got this good. That's right, yeah. I, I, I This is pretty smart. My only issue is, if, if the, I don't know how cold it is there, so this might be like a really rare scenario for the snow, and it would have melted by the afternoon anyways. But if it's cold there, like it's cold here, that all that water that you now have in your driveway because the snow melted, it's just going to freeze into ice. And that's going to be way worse than the freaking snow ever is. That stuff's slippery and it's hard to get off. Um, so it might not be a great plan if it will freeze again. You know, that, that I don't know if you thought about that. That's a good point. Yeah, in Canada, I don't think this would work at all. But for Kentucky, this seems like a pretty good alternative. If you have a flamethrower and you're in Kentucky, melt away. Yeah, and who doesn't have a flamethrower in hand? So that makes sense. Yeah. You also just could use a leaf blower too. Can you just use a leaf blower? Uh, theoretically, I feel like it'd be hard to use a leaf blower. Maybe even a uh, lawnmower might be better just to spray it off the side of the road. A lawnmower? A lawnmower won't work. <laughs> what fucking lawnmower are you using? Oh, so you're, rusting, <laughs> you're rusting shit inside your lawnmower also. It'd be awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would just be all over the place. Never mind. Uh, maybe flamethrower is the best path to go here. <laughs> this man this man's tried everything. All right. Yeah, he's probably already <laughs> tried all these, yeah. Yeah, he's already done all his other contraptions. And this is what he landed on. Yeah. All right, so we can move on to the Australian woman here. It's going to be tough competition going against a flamethrower. The, flame, the flamethrower snow removal guy is a good one. For sure. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's got 200 IQ. But this woman might be considered a bigger hero here because she goes viral after diving into, it says dangerous surf. I don't know if that's an Australian term. Uh, it's... There's a flood going out on the streets here, and she dives into this flood that is sweeping everyone away to rescue some beer kegs. Ooh, wait, like a whole keg of beer? Yeah, she saw a beer keg being swept away in this flood, and she dives in and risks herself being swept away to get these beer kegs. There's two of them. Do you know how heavy a beer keg is? I know. How strong is this woman? And how strong is this flood? It's just sweeping away two whole beer kegs, and this woman decides to go through the water and grab these kegs through the water. Like, lifting something out of the water is hard, but two beer kegs out of the water? Uh, that's impressive. Look, it's tough to lift a beer keg on while standing on dry land with 
not Russian currents blowing at you. Um, I, I I think there's a clear like the snow removal guy is smart and all. I think there's very clear for the you know the Everyman Heroes Award here most definitely goes to the the beer cake woman from Australia. I think I think that's the clear winner. I'm trying to get like the whole article here, but they interview her afterwards, and her quote is. There's nothing like the ocean. It's pretty spectacular. It's true. She's she's not wrong. <laughs> Which there's also nothing quite like like a cold beer. So really, <laughs> yeah, you know. first of all, this was a flood. I, this wasn't an ocean. I, I don't know what this phrase had to do with anything, but she just really wanted to also let us know her stance on oceans. She just really likes oceans. <laughs> yeah, she's pro-ocean, which might be another point towards her because we're uh, pop topics also pro-ocean, right, Trust? Uh, absolutely yeah. yeah so we we support this woman yeah absolutely i th- i think she was definitely wins over the the the, the flamethrower man yeah and if these weren't her cases she just saw him being swept away she's got two whole kegs worth of beer for free. she deserves it yeah she's gonna need a beer after that you know? <laughs> yeah she needs a whole yeah she needs a cold drink after that yeah yeah, she deserves it. So, what are we titling this? Just are we calling her the? Are we just gonna call it the greatest American of the week, even though she's not American? I think it should be the Everyman Award. You the know? Everyman she's Award. Just, you know what? That's a good title. She's a hero for every man. You know, she's she's just an Everyman hero. Yeah, your yeah. average Joe saving saving lives. <laughs> so, yeah, saving beer kegs. Yeah, saving lives. Yeah. Or saving time by melting snow. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So she wins the Everyman Award. Yeah. Well catch up on that segment more often i just saw both these stories i was like these guys are too wild to pass up yeah two heroes two modern day heroes uh, here in 2021 we're already off to a good year snow is being melted beer is being saved what a time to be alive so tristan we've been discussing the monolith for a little bit over the last few weeks but did you hear about the san francisco christmas monolith yeah, look, I don't give a crap about monoliths anymore. There have been way too many. But this gingerbread monolith is pretty great. Yeah, it's great. It's a monolith made of gingerbread. That's hilarious. Yeah, and nobody... Yeah, I do agree. It's been overblown. That's why we stopped talking about it. We're, we're, we're over the monolith. But we will bring it back for this because we already discussed this. Eating gingerbread is the worst. Gingerbread sucks. So why it's not just... On a cookie. Yeah, why not just set it up outside as a Christmas monolith that's hilarious it's festive it's fun it's topical i think it was a big win uh, i think that should be been all like you know the, the magazines the holiday magazines like homes being decorated and stuff that should be been right on the front cover i think that's easily the best decoration for christmas of 2020 was the gingerbread monolith also i'm, I'm a little disappointed we didn't think of this trust we were talking about gingerbread and monoliths the same podcast yeah man we should have we're not innovative like that we're, yeah we're not art yeah, exactly. Uh, for those that can't do, they teach, and and we just talk about it. We're not the doers. No, we're not even teachers. Yeah, we're yeah. just talkers. That's true. We're we're not making the news. We're telling the news. We're, we we aren't yeah. doers. But I thought exactly gingerbread. It was very topical. It was in the middle of Christmas with the whole monolith story in December. I thought it was a win-win there, and yeah, there's no other purpose for gingerbread other than to make memes with it. Yeah, yeah, screw that stuff. Yeah, so next December, Tristan, if there's some other big story, me and you, we should be on it with the making it into a gingerbread. Making it a gingerbread, I'm down. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be on to it next year. We'll be the doers next year. We're ready for it. We're ready for it. Exactly. All right, so we have another story here, a bit of a small one, but have you heard of the Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce spontaneously exploding? No. So this is one that has been coming up quite a bit recently. Uh, me and Tristan, we are Canadian, as you might have already told from all of these previous stories. So we don't have Chick-fil-A, but apparently, unfortunately. yeah, unfortunately not. But apparently their Polynesian sauce, what, since people have been ordering takeout now instead of eating it there, when they are in the packages and they take it home and they don't open it after a while, they just let it sit, it'll just randomly explode. Like how long are we talking? Like 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 a couple of hours or like a month? Like, I'm guessing, kind of in between that. I my vibe is a couple of days, maybe a week. 
this Polynesian sauce. I don't really know what Polynesian sauce is. Like, what does this taste like? You know what Polynesian sauce is? I don't know. I don't have Chick-fil-A, so maybe it's one of those special sauces. Look, man, I don't have Chick-fil-A either. I like chicken. Um, you know, there's a close on Sundays, which is, you know, that's their, their whole shtick, I guess. This Polynesian sauce, I don't know. Like, how we want explosion are we talking about? Like, are we talking about, like, a... Uh, it's everywhere, or just kind of, like, pops open, like, some stuff oozes out? Or is it, like, a big, like... And the whole the whole fridge is covered in Polynesian sauce. It sounds like it's not a bomb. It just sounds like it just pops open. So if it's in, like, a bag or something, it'll probably have sauce everywhere. But it's not gonna, like... If it's in... Let's just say if it's on a kitchen table, it's gonna spread across the table a bit, but it's not gonna go everywhere. Like, it's just like a pop around it. Okay, but like, obviously, there's lots of sauce at Chick Fil A, right? Presumably, at least. Yeah. Why, what do you think the sauce specifically does this? No That's the question. Does. Yeah, because it's not the packaging. Because it's only that specific sauce. It has to have something to do with the sauce. And my guess is, maybe it's in the fridge. When or it's in like a cooler at work in the restaurant, but when it's in the bag and people maybe just leave it in the bag for a day because they don't use it with their burger and right. they just leave it, it in the bag up. in the package and it warms up, maybe the sauce expands and pops open. That's my only guess. Sauce expands. It's possible. It does seem hard to believe. It. I can't grasp it, how a sauce just has been spontaneously exploding, they've been saying. Like, the people are using the word explode. But, you know, uh, it's so Americans. It new sauce? Like, why is it just coming out now? This must be a new sauce then, right? Because Chick-fil-A's been around forever. No, like apparently this has been a thing that has been... People say that it's happened to them for years, but no one's really thought of it. But it's only been picking up steam because of the shutdown. In the last few months, it's been a thing that a lot of people have been reporting. So it's been an issue for a while, but because they're now taking it home a lot more, it's been a more frequent issue. Do we think this could be maybe like a selling feature of the Polynesian sauce? Do you think people are going to be ordering the sauce now just to see it happen for themselves? Yeah, maybe Chick-fil-A should have a new spicy chicken burger called the Exploding Chicken, and it comes oh. with a sauce on the side. Uh, oh, I like that. That like you know, or the Polynesian volcano. I like it. You know that that could be that could be good, man. People would buy that. Yeah, if it's just part of its feature, if, just think of on the commercial, they could have like cool little visual aid for it. And yeah, maybe it has to be a burger that tastes good cold because then the selling point is you stare at it for a few hours and wait till it explodes. It's exciting for the kids. Yeah, and the commercial like shows them like bite into the burger and then pop, the whole face is covered in sauce, you know? Yeah. Like, wow, this thing explodes. Yeah, that would be wild. You know, bursts of flavor or whatever. Yeah, bursts of flavor. Yeah, exactly. I think that that would be big. Well, they should, they should Chick-fil-A for, should hire us, you know? Yeah, yeah. Chick-fil-A needs us. I agree. We could be on their marketing team. We could turn this whole PR nightmare around for them real quick. Yeah, Chick-fil-A definitely needs us. I agree. Yeah. Should, should Pepsi jump in and have a polynesian pepsi flavor that explodes the can i've had pop cans explode and Have it you? suck yeah like you ever leave a pop can in the freezer i guess not no i never realized that oh yeah it, it'll burst it'll pop right up or you just like drop a pop can on the ground or whatever and it cracks and it spews everywhere it's it's a pain in the butt that sucks huh um but it wasn't part of the feature it wasn't <laughs> yeah the yeah maybe not hear me but, out hear me out hear me out hear me out Fruit okay. Gushers. They haven't done anything in a while. Should they have the Fruit Gushers Polynesian flavor where it bursts Ooh. in your mouth? That would be pretty good. That, that would be pretty... Pre what do the Polynesians think about all this, though? Are they, are <laughs> yeah, they yeah. Are, yeah. Our, 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 name to be dragged to the Yeah, exactly. Polynesian's names uh, being tarnished here. Like, Are they insulted that they're now being associated with exploding? Especially because you know that the Chick-fil-A sauce is so far away from actual Polynesian food. It's nothing like it. Yeah, it probably tastes and nothing it, like actual Polynesian sauce. It's probably Chick-fil-A's version. Not. Yeah. Yeah, and now they're being tied into this for no reason. That's true. If you are a Polynesian and you're listening to this podcast, uh, or, you know, if, if 
Ontario is already listening, but I'm sure we got some Polynesians as well. Just let us know your thoughts here. I'm very curious as to uh, their take on this tarnished legacy they're getting. Yeah. Dragging their good country's name to the mud. Yeah. Freaking Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. First the gays, now the Polynesians. (laughs) Yeah, they're just tearing everyone apart. All right. So we have one last little story here. Just a send off. Not much of a story, but what's been trending the last couple days on Twitter is the hashtag things I plan on canceling. And so what the hashtag is, is everybody listening off something that they are leaving behind in 2020. We're getting rid of this year. We're leaving something behind. So Tristan, what is it you're going to be leaving behind before we end this podcast? Gosh, I don't know. What are you leaving behind? Let me hear yours first. Um, at the top of mind, I think I'm going to leave behind normal car horns. I'm going to stick to my fart horn from now on. That's a good thing to leave behind. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave behind your regular boring Coke. I think I'm only going to be drinking uh, hot cocoa, <laughs> Pepsi from now on. I think that's, I think that's the new way to go. Yeah. Do you think the Coca Cola? would taste good with rum. Like if I have a rum and Coke, would a rum and cocoa cola taste good? It'd be, it'd be phenomenal. It'll be life-changing. Life-changing. Whoa, life-changing. Wow, I guess I should try that out. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be too crazy, man. It'd be wild. Sounds like it. Yeah, well, that is it for the news here. Nothing too crazy. It's been a pretty slow end to 2020 they kind of ended off with a little whimper i was expecting some big disaster to strike but it's been pretty good yeah and now we're here we are on the other side of the year of our lord 2020 we've made it to 2021 yeah it's it's a big deal we all survived it's exciting look the best part about rock bottom is it's only up from here right that's right that's a way to look at it All right, well, that's everything here. We will wrap it up and see you guys next week. Have a great day.